Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Megan Patterson and Aaron Jensen. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan story series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit, while making you laugh along the way. Hey, welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Aaron Jensen. And we are already on episode 11. Oh my gosh. Can you believe it? 11. No. I know. It's it's been a crazy <laughs> wild ride. We're actually, we we don't have this episode recorded for youtube because we are still in quarantine so we're actually in my apartment right now in la yeah it's a great space megan thank you i love what you've done with your apartment well i you know i've curated it so you could hear my handyman revving his uh work truck right now so if you hear any little dogs yapping or my neighbors or anything like that this is just what it's like to be living in an urban neighborhood in northeast los angeles what's your craziest neighborhood story that you've had Oh my god. Anything gosh. crazy happen? What am I th- No, I'm trying to think. I you know when I lived in San Francisco, I lived in a different apartment once a year for 8 years. I moved 8 times. Yeah, it was crazy in San mm-hmm. Francisco. And I had very cool uh neighbors for the most part. Um yeah, I don't have any nothing or a crazy neighbor or someone who's No. no? I you, it's pretty yeah, that's pretty, pretty good, chill. huh? I had a neighbor in Chicago when I lived in um Humboldt Park. Humboldt Park is being gentrified. It used to be a historically very Puerto Rican neighborhood, um, but now it's getting super gentrified. And I, I was living there, and my neighbor was Puerto Rican. And when I was moving out, I condensed a two bedroom apartment into eight suitcases. <laughs> and my neighbor was like my best friend at the end because she had a little Chihuahua named Poppy. And I would say like, "Hey, come over." Um, I don't even remember her name, Maria or something. And I'd be like, I have a pile of things for you, like a Swiffer, a trash you just can, gave away they, oh, everything, everything, everything. And she was like crying. She's like, I'm so blessed. She's like, Poppy, say thank you. Like talking to that her is- chihuahua. Um, but yeah, I've cute. lived, you know, San Francisco, Chicago, Las Vegas. Oh, that's fu- I had a funny neighbor in Las Vegas. Riff Raff. Do you know who Riff Raff is? No. He's this white dude rapper, I think from Florida or something. He's a quirky dude. He's friends with Diplo, but he's a crazy guy. So I'll never forget. Um, remember that story, how that guy gave me strep throat on one of the past episodes? <laughs> yes, of course. That episode, that day when I, when he dumped me, I came home bawling, crying. And in the lobby of my apartment in Vegas was Riff Raff. And you lived on the strip. Like I lived to the Cosmo. My address was Las Vegas Boulevard, yes. South Las Vegas. I lived in Veer Towers, which is the only residential tower in the, in the heart of the strip. Um, and, and that wasn't a hotel. So I absolutely loved it. I was balling out of control, balling on a budget. Um, and in the lobby was Riff Raff. This, this, he's a very, I mean, Google him. He is a very recognizable character. He always has crazy grills, like multicolored hair, you know, crazy cornrows. He's just, you cannot miss this guy. So I see him in the lobby. My eyes are all puffy and red. I'm wearing sunglasses at like eight o'clock at night. Cause I've been crying all day from that dude who dumped me on a text and I go up to him and I'm like, Riff Raff. And he's like, huh? And he was totally thrown off. I was like, I've had the worst day. I got dumped on a text. Can I please have a, a selfie with you? Because I want to make the internet jealous. And he like looked at me and totally like sized me up, up and down. And he was like, I. And so we take a picture. <laughs> 
somebody takes a picture of us and then afterwards I'm like, thank you so much, Riff Raff. And he was like very quiet, a man of few words. And he was like, hey. And I was like, what? And he was like, pad thai. And I was like, excuse me? And he was like, pad thai will heal your broken heart. It was so rare. Those are wise words right there. Pad thai. I was like, <laughs> like the noodle dish, you yeah. know? And it was just so funny. And then I would see him at the gym and we would chit chat at the gym and stuff like that. And he'd roll up in like a turquoise Porsche and stuff. So that was my only famous neighbor when I was living in Las Vegas. So shout out to Riff Raff. Because I did break the internet that day. Everyone thought I was hooking up with Riff Raff. Because this is when he took Katy Perry to the VMAs or whatever. And so. Well, I hope you made that ex of yours jealous. Oh, he, he wasn't even an ex. He was a blip. He was he was a social experiment. <laughs> he was not an ex. Well, I'm sure everyone's getting to know their roommates or not roommates, uh, their neighbors. neighbors these days because we're all home. But um, that's what we kind of wanted to talk about today is that how our lives have changed during this COVID-19 experience, what we have done with the business and just kind of giving you guys an update with everything because it's novel for all of us, what we're all going through. And I think we've learned some tips along the way and hopefully we can pass them down to you and hopefully you guys can take from it what you can. Yeah, I think, you know, this isn't a podcast about statistics or data on COVID or, you know, really, we don't want to bore you with that. You could find all that information elsewhere. This is more of just kind of like if you guys are curious, like how we have adjusted our business, which is client facing, client interacting. Uh, You know, we cannot virtually inject people these days. So when all of this around March 15th, March 14th was shutting down, closing down, it was kind of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps, bootstraps and figure out a plan. And fortunately, Aaron's really thrives in situations like that. You know, I uh, was kind of more like figuring out like, does this mean I can't work out at Orange Theory? Like, when am I going to get my hair done? Is Phil still open? Whereas Aaron was like really leaning into like, how can we continue to operate a business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when all this stuff first started going down, I mean, I it was my ignorance that I didn't really make a, as big of a deal about it. I just thought that, you know, first hearing about it, thinking, oh, it's just a little bit more than a flu. Why are people making such a big de- deal about it? And that was my ignorance back then. But we have uh, soon learned that it was a lot more serious than that. Mm-hmm. Um, we learned, you know, us being in that industry, we have to touch people. We literally cannot social distance and practice our business. So we had to figure out what else can we do to essentially keep those virtual doors open and keep our employees on the payroll because that is our life and breath is our employees and we Mm -hmm. have to take care of them first. And we were lucky when we decided to shut down before the shut dates were mandated. That was, I think, March 17th or 18th. Mm -hmm. And we figured, you know, we do do some stuff online. So let's just try to take this virtual and, you know, see how this works out. Mm -hmm. And um, I think you could probably attest that it was pretty amazing how day one we opened our virtual books and they were packed every esthetician PA all their virtual schedules were packed and it was insane yeah well we should talk about like because people who don't know about the virtual consults like that wasn't our initial thought was like e-commerce for sure so Mm -hmm. we have a very humble uh e-store whatever you want to call it it's our Shopify store that we've had since day one even before we opened up yeah yeah you're right actually before we opened up our physical doors in January of 2018 we had our e-commerce up I think in November or December Mm -hmm. so we were selling treatment masks before the treatment doors actually even opened um which was super cool I mean it was just me in the very beginning shipping packing everything uh since we hired more people we've been able to expand but the e-commerce uh is there and we sell everything that we can legally um, with the exception of a few items that are too cumbersome, yes. like the Bluestone Sun Shields. Yeah. I mean, we're not an Amazon where we 
can ship all these huge boxes and heavy things for free. So we had to do it where it made sense financially for what we can ship. Yeah, exactly. So we had to look at the cost of shipping things. And, you know, to promote the e-com, we did offer free shipping on everything. Mm -hmm. And we still are right now. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know about you, if if someone does charge shipping, how, what do you feel about that? It depends on the product. Like the way I consume, uh, the way I participate in capitalism is um, – you know, there are certain, like, I really like to support local. Like, I, mm -hmm. like, I really, really do, especially in times like this, try to see if I can buy, for instance, if I want a Dyson stick vacuum. I'm looking at that right now. Uh, yes, I could find it on Target. I could find it on Amazon. But I was also thinking about just buying it direct from Dyson because they have such amazing customer service. I was also wondering, like, maybe there's a vacuum shop that's open right now, like a mom and pop vacuum shop that I could buy from them. And if they offer, if they have to pay for shipping, I get it because we as a small business uh, know that, like, we we aren't a conglomerate like Amazon that mm -hmm. could offer free shipping to everything yeah. you know what I mean so I think it does my opinion is formed differently because I have experience of paying for shipping out of out of the business pocket but I definitely do what I can to support local any way possible like I'm not an Amazon primer to be honest like I just I don't know it's there's something weird about it I'd, I'd rather yeah I, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. But I think that's awesome that you do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, since we did want to promote the e-commerce so much, we did offer free shipping and ate the cost of that. Mm -hmm. um, and it does cost a lot of money when you're shipping. I don't know if you've ever done shipping before for the listeners. If you ship something to an area that's in the middle of nowhere and anything, it has any weight to it. It is expensive. Virginia, all the, all, yes. all the shipments we send, we have a couple clients in Virginia. Yeah. In and Iowa. I, yes. In, in the middle of, I don't know what it is about Virginia. I think certain parts of Washington, D.C. too, but I swear their shipping is like twice as it much. It costs us like $20 to ship a box. It's yes, like a, a box a that box. costs $65. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we, it's so flattering that people from all over the country like order things. Like I get so excited when people like in Manhattan, yeah. you know, like order things from us because I'm like, you have, you, at your fingertips, you have every single bougie boutique. Mm -hmm. And then they decide to order from a little podunk town. Well, Claremont is not podunk by any means. But like a small little town, they decide to ship. And we ship to, you know, like East 86th Street, apartment at 4N. And you know what that means, N? It means north. It's like a wing. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, apartment A. It's north. Like I had experienced that in Chicago. I went to this really rich woman's apartment. And she was like, I'm in apartment 4N. And I thought it was like, oh, there's apartment A, B, C, D, E, F, G. No, N stands for north. S stands for south. Like half of a building was thing. her apartment. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, e-commerce has been a, a lifesaver. And, you know, I think when we opened up, when we really started pushing the e-commerce, we were a little concerned, like, you know, people's financial situations are uncertain mm -hmm. right now. Um, but also, since we've never been through a pandemic, we are just simply... Uh, trying to figure this out by trial and error. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, uh, you know, I can't, it's not my business how people spend their money or what type of money they're earning or what money they have. You know, like, I think for us to offer these type of uh, products or skincare kits, I think could be helpful for those who really want to improve their skin or have the time to talk on a virtual consult. Um, and you know, there are people who are struggling financially, but that's why we're trying to do our best to make it more affordable by offering additional discounts, mm -hmm. free shipping. Um, you know, yeah, I think what was really awesome. What I saw our last day of working in the office was a Wednesday 
And this is before everything was shut down. On Thursday, we came into the office. So we were not client facing, but all the employees were in the office doing their consults in the office. And just seeing, you know, I, I'm the tech person, you know, we don't have a tech system. So I was the one setting up all the zoom calls. I helped Nico get on his first zoom call and it's a woman laying in her bed with her kid. Like it was just really cute. And Mm -hmm. the next person was from Colorado and she was showing us outside how it was snowing outside. So you talk about having that extended reach to people. I think these consults give this reach that people didn't have before. Now they Mm -hmm. have access to Nico, to one of our fabulous PAs. And um, I think it's awesome that we're able to help people all across the country and give that personalized care that they didn't have before. You know, Mm -hmm. they think they might need a certain moisturizer or a certain sunscreen or mask, but they can actually sit down with those people and give them information about their skin, which, you know, they couldn't have done that before. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we should mention, so like the e-commerce was, has been up and running, but what had never been done before was the virtual consults. Yes. Yes. So you could go on our shop, shop our skincare products, get sent to your house. We've been doing that for over two years. Um, But we quickly set this up, found a HIPAA compliant um, telecommunication system that would be protective to the patient's information. And we set it up with, if you could come to the office and do a consult with one of our providers or estheticians, now you could do it virtually. Mm-hmm. So you essentially go on our website, make an appointment like you normally would, but now it's all done virtually. So you hook up with that person and you can ask them anything about uh, if injectables are right for you for the PAs, do you need a prescription for your acne? Do you have another rash that's going on or with estheticians? what type of regimen do I need? Do I need a sunscreen? Do I need a serum? And so that's something novel that it's kind of interesting. I don't think we would have done it if COVID didn't happen, but Mm -hmm. it gave us this opportunity or it pushed us into this opportunity to try it. And it's been wildly successful, which is, which is awesome. And telemedicine isn't new. No, right. It's not new, but it's very clunky. Mm -hmm. If you ask any medical provider, if they would like, if they had the option doing telemedicine versus in-person visits, most of them are going to say, I'd rather see the patient in person. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is that the person has a hard time getting on the Zoom. They're locked out. They don't come in. So it takes a lot more time right now with how the setup is, where with patients, you can have, you know, two or three patients waiting for you, just go boom, 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 and kind of knock it out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, So telemedicine is not new, but I think it's something that could be refined. And I think there is this opportunity for us to put our hospitality spin on things and it's definitely a a work in progress and every day something's changing we're refining we're updating and yeah just learning along the way yeah I think that um yeah like you said of course in an ideal world they prefer seeing somebody in person but at this point like you are in between a rock and a hard place like you have no other choice like you're going to I'm sure there's been some frustrating like people just don't show up or like Mm -hmm. they don't know how to work their camera or there's a delay because they couldn't find the email with the zoom link and stuff like that I mean you know but it's better than nothing oh absolutely it's better, you know, the, the, the PA stay busy. And, and I mean, for you, that was probably one of the, the, um, incentives is to offer something for our, the employees that they saw and touched patients, literally like touched their face. Mm-hmm. They could no longer do that. How could you keep them busy and employed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not as easy as, well, okay, we're just going to work from home now, move all our operation home. Like a lot of business you know, mm-hmm. companies can do people that work in offices or in the cubicles. We can't do that. So how can we keep our employees employed, keep them from going on unemployment and try mm-hmm. to support as many people as possible? I think that's what any good business owners end goal is, is just to take care of their people. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, right now we are offering stuff that we have never offered at home before. Yes. And so, you know, before, you know, what the biggest thing is, I mean, actually the main thing that we're sending home is the Cosmolon peel. Mm -hmm. So when we, when I first heard we, the state is where in California was going to be shut down. Originally it was until April 15th. And you know, at first I just thought, okay, we're going to be shut down for a month. We'll just do the e-commerce virtual consultations and we'll see how that goes. Well, then the closure got pushed to May 1st, then May 15th. Now knowing the business was going to be closed for two months, that caused me to think about what else can we do? Can we offer to people at home? Because when are you ever at home for two months? Mm -hmm. I mean, that just doesn't happen. And we did have a lot of inquiries for doing chemical peels at home. And that's something that we don't love to do. But there is this one exception where it is essentially a little bit foolproof to do this peel. And that would be the Cosmolon peel. So in general, how peels work is that they are applied in different layers. And it does require a trained professional to evaluate the skin, see how it's reacting to make sure you're not having... Uh, allergic reaction or a brisk reaction to it and stopping the peel if that's happening. So that would be things like our glycolic peel, our salicylic acid peels, our Jesner's peels. Um, those are something that should not be done at home unless you are a trained professional, esthetician or medical provider. But there is something very special about this Cosmolon peel. We've talked a lot about it before. It's made in Spain. It's this proprietary formulation. I've actually had been contacted by other pharmacies or companies that have tried to create something similar to it and the feedback is is they just don't know how to do it I don't know what the hell they do over there but it, it's, it works and with the Cosmolon peel it just goes on and stays on um, so it doesn't really matter as much about pressure or how many layers or the skin reaction because you just kind of set it and forget it mm -hmm. type of thing and after doing some discussions with our 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 medical provider, our medical director, um, you know, we talked about and decided that it would be something that safely we could offer at home with some hand holding and some observation with the patients. Mm -hmm. um, and it just happened to work because the company, the supplier we get it from had a lot of them in stock. We were able to purchase them and stock up on our supply. The pharmacy we use, we use a compounding pharmacy that that compounds them and fortifies them with prescription strength hydroquinone. They are able to send the prescription to the patient at home, even out of state. And so everything was just done in a very, very safe, streamlined manner that we felt very comfortable with it. We set up a follow-up Zoom call so the PA will walk the patient through the application of the chemical peel so they can make sure they're applying it correctly. They can, you know, just walk them through it, walk them through how to use the kit at home. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, before would we have done that? Probably not. But again, it's something that patients wanted it. They had this downtime to peel. And, you know, if why can't we just figure it out and do it for, for mm -hmm. our patients? Yeah, I think that's very much a trailblazer move. You know, I mean, when you first introduced the idea, I was playing devil's advocate because I really wanted you to weigh out all the options. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't want any haters to come at us with, you know, pitchforks because, you know, their haters are everywhere. Um, but, you know, my but you definitely like did all your research. You did all your homework. You made sure that it was ethical, legal, safe for everybody. And like you said, it's offering, uh, you know, uh, something to the client that they would really like. And we do understand that not everybody has downtime right now. You know, we do understand that there are a lot of essential workers and people in medical fields or people whose 
you know, lives just haven't changed, but there are people who have expressed a desire to do things with their downtime who don't have to be out at work. And we want to provide a service to them. Uh, you know, we, it's just been interesting. Like you said, you know, people, I mean, the interest just exploded. Mm -hmm. Um, people from all over the country. Well, I mean, people from all over the world. And like you said, because this peel is fortified with the hydroquinone, you cannot get this online. You cannot get this from. Yes. Let me clarify. You can't just buy it from us. It is required. You have a medical virtual consultation with one of our PAs and they will deem if it's appropriate for you and then prescribe it to you Mm -hmm. so you're not just going on our e-commerce putting your shopping cart and it gets sent to you that's not how it works at all Mm -mm. and probably about 60 percent of the consultations for cosmon peels do not end in getting a prescription for a cosmon peel because it's either not appropriate for them it's not going to help the problem they're they're looking they they have a problem with um so we just make sure it is going to help that person and Mm -hmm. that they don't have any contraindications or reactions or things like that so it is definitely um, vetted to see if the patient is appropriate for it well yeah and it's not just like you get a cosmolon you get a cosmolon you got money you get a cosmolon no like this is a proprietary very intense peel that's meant for the right person so um you know i think that our approach to it is like if you if you like it and you're a good fit then we'll make it work if not we might suggest there's something else you Mm -hmm. know i think there can be some other people uh, in the game that are being a little advantageous like people who are still practicing right now because technically you know legally we are deemed medical Mm -hmm. so that's a that's technically essential yes so you could the treatment could technically stay open yes and see patients yes and there are people out there doing that do you know of any I do. You know some that are operating right now that are injecting Botox and filler. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. them personally. Yeah. Yes. Are they advertising that they're taking patients? No, it's more so like internally, you know. That is shady. It is. I mean, if you are something like a, a full-blown dermatology office, which we are not, and you're seeing more emergencies like skin cancers that need to be operated on, um, you know, really bad rashes or infections, you know, that makes sense. But when you're a med spa... I just think that's so opportune and so I hate the word med spa I'm (laughs) sorry I just hate the word med spa it gives me the heebie-jeebies I just think of tacky ass fake orchids and like stale magazines and just shitty overstuffed leather white couches when I think it is true so when somebody asks you like what do you do how do you describe it because sometimes I have a hard time I'm like I'm a renaissance woman I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I, I do like, I just keep it super vague. I'm like, I do, I'm like, I do social media. I, I say, you know what I say? I, I'm like, I, I operate a skincare business with my sister. Yeah. And then if they really want to get into it and they're like, oh, I'm like, well, we offer esthetician services. I'm like, she does more invasive medical grade treatments, you know, because yeah, some people have still have a negative connotation with Botox and fillers and stuff like that. But, but then what happens is like the people who really start asking, they're like, Oh my gosh, can I see your sister? Mm-hmm. She does lips. I did lips when I used to live in Seattle and I haven't found anybody here. Like that conversation happens all the time. Um, but yeah, as we were talking about, so people who are still performing this, we, we definitely do not. I mean, people are DMing us or messaging us like, please, I can't book a Botox appointment yet. Mm-hmm. Like when can I get in? Yeah. And I, you know, I remind the people like, trust me, as soon as we have an idea of a reopen date, like we will shout it from the rooftops. We will have a smoke signal. We will send out an email blast. We will DM, you know, like we will make it known. Yes. Like that we aren't keeping back a secret that like, psst. We are reopening on May 31st. Yeah. Like, we don't have that information. No, because what happened originally, we rescheduled all our patients from that May 15th, oh, I'm sorry, April 15th to May 1st closure to Afro, after May 1st. 
And then we had to reschedule them all again. So yeah. right now we just shut down all our books. I mean, because and it's just everything's clear right now. You can't book anything online other than virtual appointments. And when we, when we open, we will open. And don't worry, we'll probably be working 12 hours a day, yeah. seven days a week to catch up. But don't yeah. worry, I will take care of your wrinkles. I know. I, t- I remind everybody, I'm like, we got plenty of, P- you know, like we're bring we'll, we'll bring all hands on yeah. deck. To I kind of sure. joke too, just use this month. Don't like waste fresh Botox right now. You're oh, not going to see anyone. Yeah. Like I, I just took, wait. I took out my weave. My roots are eight inches long and I'm totally enjoying it. Your ponytail's cute. I know. Thank you. It's I thanks to my hair girl. I've been able to grow my hair long enough to put it in a ponytail where it doesn't look like a baby paintbrush. Just like a little. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the video, but where it just looks sad. Like, you know, when babies barely have enough hair to yes. gather in a ponytail. That's how my hair was looking. So, yeah, like for me, I'm like, I have nowhere, you know, people who are like trying to do some back alley Botox where they're like, I really need my Botox or like, I really need to get my gel manicure done. I'm like, for who? Mm-hmm. You know, like just ride it out. And, you know, I like it, it'll once you put the Botox back in my face, it'll be all smoothed out. Yeah, so it'll be all good. Um, so, yeah, so we've you know, we've been offering the, the Cosmolon, which has been explosively successful for people who want to take advantage of the downtime. Yeah. Uh, you know, it helps us as a small business. We could help women who you know, are whether they're real estate agents or teachers or whatever you might do where you cannot be, you know, like have a peely face. Mm -hmm. We are there for you. You know what I love too is that in, so we get the Coslon peels from one company Mm -hmm. and then we send it to our compounding pharmacy and we pay the compounding pharmacy the fee to compound it. That's another small business we're helping. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's just nice to have that trickle down of, you know, helping more than one person throughout this whole process too yeah then we're helping a person in another state with that who didn't have access to the peel before mm-hmm. and the before and after pictures we've been getting are wild phenomenal yeah it's just it's taking so well to some of these clients mm-hmm. and we're, we really appreciate the ones that are, are sending us pictures mm-hmm. you know because you know people ask like give me more before and afters what people don't realize all these people on the internet who are demanding befores and afters they don't realize that we get consent from these people and not everybody wants to be on the internet no i have some crazy amazing before and afters that i will not put up on the internet because i don't want Aaron to show them you know so people are like i need it i want an example of a 68 year old woman who had under eye filler it's like well honey how many 68 year old women do we have that get under eye filler that are willing to consent to have their eyes being mm-hmm. shown mm-hmm. not many so um but the the cosmolon before and afters that we have been yeah. getting have been tremendous yes and like you said there are cosmolon is a very very special peel mm-hmm. it's very very special and so you know there are people in kentucky that are like i live in the middle of nowhere and i can't find a person who can offer this cosmo this cosmolan peel to me you know and we're like well we got you if you're a good fit you know um our poor canadian girls are like send it to me we're like sorry yeah you know it's a prescription so this yes. is it this is a prescription that the pa went to school has a license to uh dole out these prescription medications um you know so yeah like you said it does help other small businesses it's proprietary we blend it you know like it's there's a lot of different factors in the special peel so we appreciate everybody who's been taking advantage of it and mm-hmm. you know getting nice uh smoothed out skin mm-hmm. in the meanwhile yeah so you know we so, yeah, we're keeping the PAs busy with virtual consults, the estheticians as well. Um, you know, they're... Do you know, Nico has a fan club. Oh, of course. He, <laughs> he has, I hope this uh, 
follower listens to our podcast, but he has a weekly standing appointment with someone who places a new order every week. Stop it. I didn't notice that. This morning she had her appointment. It was really cute, but she orders for her friends, herself. Nico just catches up with her. He's like, girl, they just kiki and they're like, how was your weekend? He says they text him now. Like he has friends that text him like he's made friends with. That's just amazing that, I mean, Nico is just a force, you know, like he... He, he definitely like people, he, people have been getting to know him forever mm-hmm. and he is such a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. So what a gift and a blessing that people can engage with him and also ask questions and how beautiful that that client orders skincare for other friends, you know, which leads to the next thing is like our healthcare hero kits. Mm-hmm. So um, we, Erin created this bundle inspired from her friend who's a doctor. Well, we have a few friends that are doctors. We have Cassie Majestic, who uh, is an ER doc that was on our show previously. But you have another friend who inspired you to make the Healthcare Hero kit, Yeah, right? my uh, girlfriend, Lourdes. She was actually my college roommate. We were biology majors together. Uh, she texted me one day about you know a month ago saying, hey, how are you? How's everything going? And I just told her, I'm doing just fine. I'm you know still working and my kids are good. I'm healthy. I'm like, how are you? She works as a... Um, attending trauma surgeon at one of the local county hospitals, a very, very busy county hospital. And she just texts me like one word answers back like, okay, you know, just very, you know, obvious through a text message, something's not totally right. And so I was just probing a little bit like, are people getting really sick? And yes, are young people getting really sick? Yes. And she just started telling me how when she comes home, she's supposed to sanitize everything and she can't get Clorox wipes and uh, hand sanitizer for her own home and that's just atrocious right yeah. like this Borders. head this head trauma surgeon who's doing you know vast majority of the intubations at her hospital can't get shit to clean her own stuff at home you mm-hmm. know that's it's just awful so I thought about you know what is something well one I was like I need to bring her some wipes and some alcohol and hand sanitizer so I rallied some of that up and you know of course she appreciates that but what more could I do to show her that I really appreciate her because she is she is one of the most the hardest working persons that I know I remember when I was a roommate with her in college we had this apartment in Marina del Rey um, which was just like a basic ass apartment but she would sit on the couch and she would have to go to the bathroom But she wouldn't go to the bathroom until she finished studying that chapter. Like she was so disciplined. And she was like, you know, you do like the pee dance where you're like twerking your body, like moving Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, just go to the bathroom, Lord. She's like, no, not until I finish. But anyways, she ended up going to um, medical school in Chicago and did a residency. And like she she was just in school forever. But, you know, so I ended up putting together. I'm like, what could I give her that would show her that I appreciate her? And she could kind of take some time to treat herself. Uh, So, of course, I included our bathrobe that we include a lot of our kits, mm-hmm. our signature signature Claremont candle, uh, gave her stuff to help soothe her skin she's, since she's wearing a mask for the vast majority of her day, a soothing cleanser by SkinCeuticals. I included a Hydro Balm, which is a healing ointment to use on her hands, um, and a different hand mask. So just things to show my appreciation. So I thought, well, you know, she texts me that day after I dropped it off, I just dropped it off on her porch. You know, thank you so much. This is the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Mm. And I thought, you know, how let's, why don't I offer this to other people? You know, Mm -hmm. like let's all show our support, you know, and I feel as a medical provider, I do do the fluffy stuff of medicine. You know, I, what I do is hard and I think it is important, you know, what I do and people really appreciate it. It really helps people's self-esteem, 
but I'm not saving lives. Okay. Mm. There are people out there that are risking their lives through this whole crisis. So we should show our appreciation that they are running into the fire when all of us are kind of bitching at home, but being stuck in our houses. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not bitching about being stuck at home. I know you love I, it. I am embracing it. Uh, you know, because what can you do? There's nothing you can do. You have to surrender to the idea. Like I'm just minding my business and playing along with the rules. I'm wearing my mask. I'm washing my hands. Mm-hmm. I go to the grocery store once every two weeks. Yeah. I've been learning. I'm totally domesticated. I make casseroles now. I uh, organize my closets. I'm really just minding my business. And why I brought it back to me is just because that's what I do. <laughs> but um, that healthcare hero kit was a, an amazing gesture. Uh, you know, also it allowed us to, we discounted the kit heavily. Mm-hmm. It allowed us to keep selling product, you know, from mm-hmm. a business standpoint, like we were able to sell product, but also people who are like, I don't know what to do. Like I, I can't, you know, I don't want to buy her food. Like I don't want to buy her pizza, you know, or like yeah. whatever, like I want to send her something that could soothe her and the stuff that you, that you put together are things, especially for dry compromised skin Mm -hmm. as well as like self-care relaxation the candle that comes in the kit is just also created by a local mom in claremont it's hand poured soy wax with a hemp wick and essential oil only we have essentially kind of kept her in business through all of this yeah i've been talking to her and just our again just that trickle down of you know we purchased from her we sell to you guys it's just amazing she's so great and with those healthcare kits i did decide to make three different kits at different price points. Mm. So if you were able to purchase the whole kit, which I think was $165, you could, but I also pared it down to make it more reasonable. If you just wanted to show that little appreciation for, you know, maybe your, your cousin or, you know, your sister's friend or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I sent the hydration hero kit to a PA friend of mine in New York. Um, she was, she's a respiratory PA, I think. And it had, you know, just the hydro bomb, um, like a sheet mask, the hand mask and a candle, just something, you know, thoughtful to let people know, uh, that they're, they're appreciated. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the hydration, the, the health hero kits have been hugely popular. We also offer note writing, uh, which is something I, you know, Amazon can do, but it comes on a shitty little piece of paper. We actually handwrite a note, mm-hmm. uh, for birthdays, for thank you for your service, et cetera. So that's a service that we do offer as a small business that we're able to do. Uh, and also just like packaging and shipping all of those things, uh, you know, it's able to keep our employees, um, employed Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and i mean it's an absolute skeleton crew so there's you know people aren't working with each other essentially they're kind of like in their own on their own floors in different buildings yes or people are some the person answering our phone is working from home remotely Mm -hmm. um so yeah we've done our best to try to keep as many people employed as possible yeah too and so the during the consultations, do you find that more people, I mean, because you're not doing the virtual consults, but from the feedback you've gotten from the PAs and estheticians, what are people like reaching out for? Like, what are they shopping for? What are they, what are their consults mostly I think concerning? The most of the consults are from people that are just lost and need to start from square one, where I've never seen an esthetician. I've never had a facial before. I've you know been taking care of my kids. I don't know where to start. Help me from square one. Mm-hmm. And it's just one opportunity for a lot of people to take a deep breath, focus on themselves a little bit, and take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's nice because they can start with them from square one. They can do follow ups with them, you know, bi weekly throughout this process until they you know see improvement or things start to open back up again. So that would be the main thing. We also have gotten a lot of questions about skin issues related to chronic mask wear. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate wearing a mask. I mean, just 
not the principle of it, but I just feel like I can't breathe in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, a lot of people are having issues with acne breakouts or dry skin. So we can give that advice about what products they should use just to help soothe their skin and improve it. And what's nice too is that it takes time for you to see improvement with any skin regimen, whether it's a prescription acne medication, things to lighten your brown spots. So it does allow you a little bit of time to just be patient with it and mm-hmm. jumpstart this regimen before we get back out in public. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's it's been a really beautiful thing, kind of like making lemonade out of lemons out of this situation. For us, I think we're eternal optimists and we are very much action takers. So yes. we kind of don't just sit back and be like, oh, shit. What do we do now? Yeah. It's like, okay, let's get down to business. Let's get to, let's get a plan of action. That's always been my MO. Mm-hmm. I've always, I mean, I might have a day or two of self-pity or self-loathing or whatever, but then I get to work. I get to business. And and this situation has been beautiful because it has allowed people to get to know our estheticians, to build relationships. You know, who knows what will happen moving forward? Like once we open the doors, like, you know, that woman in Iowa who loves Nico, will they continue to maintain a, an email exchange or a friendship or, you know, she's con- like she might she has access to a licensed esthetician for over 35 years who lives in hip California that could, you know, s- send ideas or suggestions mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's really, really quite beautiful actually to see how we're all uh, a little more connected. Yeah. And w- what's awesome too, is that the estheticians, they have their loyal clientele mm-hmm. and that clientele is able to still order products through them, which they, it takes care of them financially too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's awesome that they can still service their clients, even though they're not physically touching them. And those clients are not only helping us as a small business, but also helping them keep their, their pay going too. Yeah. And a lot of people have reached us out to us about buying gift certificates. Yeah. So, you know, for Mother's Day, for birthdays, they would spend money on a derma sweep anyways, or they would spend money on their monthly Botox. Like, why not pay for it up front mm-hmm. in the form of a gift certificate? So we definitely appreciate that thoughtfulness. And, you know, we're doing we're doing the best that we can considering the circumstances. Like nobody has been through a pandemic before, so mm-hmm. I don't think there's a hundred percent right answer. But um, we have been overwhelmed by the support of our clients, new and old from across the country. Um, you know, when I see, you know, all these wild area codes from that are definitely not Southern California, I'm like, wow, like we have followers from all over the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really, really beautiful. So, you know, props to you, Aaron, for really just kind of like, like thriving in this type of situation. That's when you say you you just start thinking that's what I do I don't think I can't really think of a situation where I'd stop like if our building burned down I'd figure out how to rebuild it you know like it just it's just you got to figure it out so I think if if something is happening to your your business I mean it is definitely easy for some people than others Mm -hmm. you know like we were very fortunate to already have a pretty solid e-commerce system already set up but we didn't have virtual consults set up so Mm -hmm. you know the day this started going down we were just on jumping on figuring things out and Mm -hmm. I actually have a whole you know my next month planned of promotions and content creation and you know novel ideas that we're gonna do so Mm -hmm. just I would say sure you can tell take this time to you know work on yourself a little bit but there's lots of time in the day. So use it as a time to better yourself and think of those ideas and journal and make plans because there's no better time than now to jump on everything. That's a very too. Capricorn thing to say. Hell yeah. Erin <laughs> is so Capricorn to the T. She's like, um, is there Wi-Fi here? I need to check my email. Wi-Fi? Anybody? Yeah. Um, so I already been, um, if 
you heard our episode about like our daily day uh-huh. or what? Yeah. Like our work life balance. Work life balance. Right now I'm waking up at like 630 every day and I'm like dying inside because I'm like sleeping in too much. Oh, yeah. No, my sleep. My sleep schedule is trash. <laughs> I think what this is showing is that I am naturally a night owl. I know you send me orders to fulfill at like two in the morning. I can't help it. I think my creative juices <laughs> kick in at midnight because you know what? People are leaving me alone. You're not hitting me up. Nobody at the treatment's hitting me up. So I really can like, but then what happens is I wake up at 10 a.m. and people are blowing me up being like, where, where the fuck are you? You know, like wake the fuck up. And I'm like, listen, I don't have kids, so <laughs> I can sleep in. I think my body is naturally readjusting to the fact that, and also like as a young single person, like I'm used to going out and also my friends are doing funny stuff late at night on Instagram live. So I'm keeping up watching with them. Um, so yes, I, I, I think that I am, I am embracing and accepting because guess what? I get things done. Like my middle of the day is like 3 PM. No, my middle of the day is more like four or 5 PM. And I also only eat once a day. Mm -hmm. I only eat dinner. It's a weird thing called OMAD one meal a day. And I've just been leaning into it, eating my little casserole that I make as a domestic goddess these days. So (laughs) anyways, well, yeah. So the COVID business, in case you guys are wondering from a business perspective, just from a personal perspective, we are making it work. Yeah. We are learning by doing. It's It has taken us back to our roots a little bit, like our early days where we were packaging and shipping all the. It was just everything. Aaron and I because yes. we have a, we went from, you know, 27 employees and everywhere in the building at all times. Yes. So just absolute skeleton crew. And now we're kind of back to that. But I'm thankful we had that in the beginning and we bootstrapped everything because it just gives you a different perspective. You know, we, we you make the money to buy the inventory. You sell the inventory to make the money. You're not just pocketing all this stuff. It's just mm-hmm. to keep the business flowing, to keep things getting stronger so we, we are able to open up we don't owe people money you know th- things like that yeah so it's been it hasn't been too bad i'm feeling it yeah we're blessed hashtag yeah. blessed we are so grateful um for everybody who's been supporting yeah. us this far but yeah make sure to um subscribe to us on uh apple Podcasts. we're also on spotify we're on stitcher like i said there's no youtube associated with this episode since we're doing it you know from my living room Um, And yeah, until next time, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much.